Welcome to Running Bias, this is Zach. I hate you so much. <laughs> well, hell of a way to open. <laughs> this week we have a guest with us. Uh, uh, we've had him on before. Can you introduce yourself, please? Ethan, formerly the, known as The Beard. The Beard. Our, Ethan uh, will fill in now intermittently as our producer. As Mostly because I'll be rage quitting throughout this episode. Uh, well, we needed a buffer, I think, is the safe way to say. Um, we did have a, a little bit of a game. You just made a horrible squeak in the mic. We did have a heck of a game to talk about. This weekend, um, big game, um, and we talked about it last week extensively, and we actually, I went back and listened to it, we kind of called it, man. I mean, like, the stuff we talked about in last episode was very pertinent to the way the game shook out. If you don't know which game we're referencing, we're talking about LSU versus Alabama. Um, LSU wins 46-41. Um, good game, like it was a blast to watch. I think we can both agree on that, which is one of the few things we can agree on Second today. quarter, not so much. What? Not a blast to watch during the second oh, quarter. Well, I mean, it had its ups and downs. I mean, both teams, in my opinion, had showed signs of really good play at some point or another. It took Bama longer to get into it. Yeah. And realistically, you know. Well, you could say, okay, one, I'm going to get it out of the way. You could say in the first quarter, you could say maybe two is a little rusty because he hadn't really practiced in a like full-on practice in two weeks. Mm-hmm. But if I had to listen to Vernon, or Vernon's uh, not even there. If I had to listen to Gary. He's if, just as good. If I had to good listen to Gary quotes. and Brad Nessler one more time, go, oh, but Tua, like, is that angle going to hold up? And it's like, <laughs> no, like the dude's obviously hurt. We don't need to hear it every play, the whole game. Like, I'm, I'm over it. It was it was an odd scenario with the ankle. Um, you know, at the same time, there were errors that he made that I didn't think were caused by the ankle. Um the fumble. The fumble was not. I mean, he was just in open space and just dropped it. That's just a free play. He was play. switching arms. Yeah. And it was just non-throwing arms. It's arm. just a little, that's a pressure play, you know. It's, it's that something. wasn't even a pressure play. There was no one there yet. No, he was I, just but, switching the ball. That's and what I mean. Just, it's like the heat of the moment, you know. And um, that was it was weird. Like, Bama made a lot of uncharacteristic mistakes in the first half. Oh, you mean our punter getting the ball snapped into his hands and it just flies over yeah. like somehow flies over his head hit him yeah. in the face mask and went straight past him and then you know with the pick at the end of the half um that was no okay before we get into that i already told you i'm not going to take away from lsu winning the game but that one play altered the the sequence of this entire game that thaddeus moss catch that that altered the whole thing it did and now let me let me say why okay so you're saying the crucial thing was Tua throwing that pick the next series because that was ultimately the difference in the points that LSU needed to win the game. Yep. But here's my thing. When that play was made, there was a minute, 11, a minute and 11 seconds left in the second quarter. If that play is overturned of what it should have been, that the, player, that the receiver went out of bounds on his own will, he's an ineligible receiver, that's a loss of down next play, which probably leads to either LSU kicking a field goal because I believe it was second down. Mm-hmm. So you would have lost second down, so it would have been third down. So what you're probably looking at is third down. Nothing. Say LSU even runs it or completes it but doesn't score a touchdown. That's going to run the clock under a minute. Two is not going to come out there trying to sling the ball with 15 seconds left. Saban's not going to do it. They're going to take a knee and they're going to go into half. By that play happening, scoring with a minute 11, for what was it, like a minute and eight by the time the touchdown was scored? Yeah. They were like, okay, we have a minute. We can score in a minute. You look at the end of the game, they can definitely score within a, a minute. Yeah. But by – I just – look, great catch. Not saying he was in, out of bounds. I'm saying Thaddeus Moss was not forced out of bounds by Trayvon Diggs. He just went out on his own accord. Ref didn't call it, missed call. Bugs the hell out of me. All right. I mean, I – you know, it's not – to clarify for listeners, it's not a reviewable play whether he was forced out or not. So – no, but there were other missed calls. And, look, there was a, a face mask missed on Burroughs. The most egregious missed call, I think, in the game was Jalen Waddle's head about going 180 degrees and the yeah. face mask being missed on the punt return. How the hell do you miss that? I don't know. I don't know if, and it, you know, the, I've always heard if you, if you get it and you let go, but, I mean, he nearly pulled him down with it. So I don't, I don't know. Uh, he, he, he about did an impression of an owl. Like, his head went 180 degrees. It was awful. Uh, yeah. I'm just saying, I mean, all in all, I didn't want a game where the ref was throwing the flag every 30 seconds. But right. I think the times where they could have thrown it, probably should have. Mm-hmm. Or, I don't, I don't know. Like I said, that one play bugs me more than anything else. That's the only thing I'll take away from the game. Burroughs looked like a stud. 
Burroughs looked good because he got popped a couple times. Yep. Um, he did, and he got up, and you could tell it like it jazzes that guy up to get hit, man. Like he just he likes that stuff. I don't I don't know. It's weird. No, it's I kinky. Think, I think, but <laughs> I, well, the, what's funny is I think one thing that we pointed out, which was true, is uh, we talked about how the running backs were going to be big in this game, and Najee Harris went off. I mean, Najee Harris, we've been waiting for him to do that at Alabama for a long time. I mean, last time you saw that was back um, a couple years ago in the national championship game. So. I was glad to see Najee finally do that. It sucks that it's probably both not. of them did. Yeah, you know, I I don't want to because Najee had his best game as a tied player ever. I mean, oh yeah, it was he looked really really good, and I thought especially on the uh, reception, like that's a that's a catch that you see receivers miss. You know, and I mean he he went up and got it and had great body control and but Clyde. Uh, did not have nearly as many rush yards. He had 77 receiving yards. His were yards. just crucial. Like when what made the difference for him was when they needed the first down, he got it for them. Yep, he was clutch. And Clyde's five eight. You know, I mean, he's tiny. So it was it was like I said, our keys to the game were not that far off. I think you know, all things considered, you know, the secondaries could have played better. I mean, Devontae couldn't have played worse. Devontae Smith just is an animal the guy is unbelievably good Bama's wide receiver what is it seven catches for 200 yards 213 two um, that's insanity I mean that kind of pr- productivity is well insane. and the funny thing is the one that you expected to show out Jerry Judy actually dropped two touchdowns yep like Judy was not that I mean he wasn't bad but he wasn't his typical self now he made a couple he made a couple catches for big first downs but he made a couple you know made a couple drops that could have been uh, you know, I, there, you can't just signal out one. I mean, not only that, after Tua's pick, you have the offensive lineman come out and, you know, throw a cheap shot. Not going to say it wasn't a cheap shot because it was, but Gary Daniels saying that was the most egregious cheap shot he oh. ever seen in his life. I'm like, okay, really? That's the most egregious cheap shot you've ever seen in your life? No, nah, it wasn't that big a, a lineman, deal. A lineman hitting a linebacker, that's egregious? It wasn't that big a deal. I thought. I think if you want to call Alabama on an egregious hit against a quarterback, I think you ask Georgia fans, they'll tell you the most egregious hit Alabama's ever had that they'd call a cheap shot. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, but moving on. all things considered, man, the game was still a blast to watch. I know you guys were on the losing end of this, and I, I'm not turning this into a rub-it-in kind of fest, but it was a fun game to watch. I mean. No, it, it was a good game. I think the thing that's unfortunate is we had this discussion. It's a shame that because of Alabama's schedule, and I discussed this before mm-hmm. this game was played, I said if Alabama loses, it's going to be hard for them to get in because of their schedule. Right. Versus LSU, because of their schedule, would have probably had a better shot to get in because of who they played in competition. So that's the biggest thing that I think is a shame because, I mean, I mean, you said it after the game. You're like, you can't watch that game and think that Alabama's not one of the four best teams in the country. Now their defense looked terrible. Right. Atrocious. I... Uh, well, they're thin, and but, I, dude, I, I called him out on the phone with you. Trevon Diggs. Uh, he lost some money. He yeah. lost some money this he, week he's, when it comes to the draft. He lost some money. He's getting called out in the film room this week. Oh, and, he's getting torched. You know, and I'm not, I'm not kidding. He lost some money in the draft board. But a lot of it wasn't even coverage, man. A lot of it was, like, effort plays. Like, he was the one that hit Clyde when Clyde still had eight yards to go for the first down, and Clyde, like, took him for a ride. The thing know? that I think aggravates me the most is at this point of the year, you've got injuries. I think I would be telling my players just to wrap up, make tackles, instead of I can't tell you how many times LSU got first downs just because Alabama was trying to strip the ball. The touchdown. The oh, the touchdown had? at the end of the game. Yeah. It's because Alabama's sitting there, three of them are trying to strip the ball. It's like make the tackle. Mm-hmm. If you make the tackle, I don't know. I mean, at that point it was probably over anyway, but it was just it was infuriating because I'm like, this – you don't see this typically from the defense at Alabama. Now, this is—I mean—you got to give credit to LSU because they did—they did things to make Alabama look silly on defense, which uh, there's maybe a handful of teams in the past decade that have, you know, strung at least a couple plays together, let alone a whole game. But well, like there was one play. I mean, hell, like the whole right side of Alabama's defense didn't even move, and you have two receivers from LSU just running wide open. Oh, They're yeah. like sitting there throwing their hands up, bust, like, "Hey, yeah. we can walk in." Terrace Marshall touchdown. But yeah. Saban is notorious for that. He thinks he can take the timeouts with him into the next game. Like he will not come call a timeout. Like everyone on the defense is like, "Coach, we don't know," and he's like, "Run it." Well, and that's that's what I was telling you about the about the whole the pick at the at the end of the half. That was kind of an amalgamation of the fact that Alabama didn't take their timeouts prior to that and allow themselves to have more time to run the plays they wanted to run. 
if you got 26 less 26 seconds left and two is dropping back to pass well i mean lsu's looked at them on film they know what they're looking for well, that's what i'm saying but that was the dumb thing anyway like okay hypothetically you go in and say that touchdown you erase that touchdown now that's not to say lsu wouldn't still win this game but you come into the you come in from half and you're saying okay we're only down by by 13 right versus 20 yep 13 is a lot more surmountable not to mention on the first series you actually have an interception well i guess it was considered a fumble that was caught yeah it's a fumble um, technically a fumble that and sack fumble but now i know bama didn't get points out of that but if you're down 13 instead of 20 you might actually go for it on that fourth down instead of not going for it It changes your game plan oh another missed call to me was the fourth and one that bama ran the wildcat where bama is on top the when he runs when he's running he's on top of the lsu defender when he's running right and they spotted him short I'm, I'm just saying, missed yeah, calls no. this game. I, I know they. I'm not. I know it seems more egregious to me as an Alabama fan, but I think all in all, there were a lot that were missed. Well, and that's that's what. But makes that's the SEC officiating this year. It's not just this game. It has been atrocious all year in the SEC. Right. Or that's how I feel. I think there have been a ton of missed calls. I think that's what made like I've been thinking about this podcast since Saturday because I was like, man, I don't know how I'm going to do this podcast, <laughs> but. I'm happy. I'm thrilled because my team won. Um, simultaneously, there are things that can be discussed from the game that are, you know, you can be objective about and not rub it in. And I did want to mention real quick, because it sounds kind of like I'm down on LSU. I'm extremely pleased. Like, I thought they came to play with the best game plan. They looked like they were there to beat Alabama for the first time in eight years. And uh, <coughs> you all right? I mean, they, they, they legitimately... Like, you could tell there was, like, a swagger. There was, like, a, yeah, we can compete. We can hang, you know, and, and they did. No, and like I said, I see them uh, on the opposite end. I see them probably like I'm making excuses. Well, no, Alabama deserved to lose that game. You cannot play like you did in the first half and just expect to come back. Right. From from coaching to plays made, Alabama was bad. It wasn't just, I mean, I think the coaching wasn't that great. Mm-hmm. Now, the whole fire saving trending at half that's moronic <laughs> sorry get over yourself we had to talk we got to talk about that. that's moronic no we don't have to talk about that we can fix that's that right so now in the first though. 10 seconds Who, so whatever funny. person is sitting there saying fire saving after 10 seconds he is one of the most you have lost five home games since he has been at alabama shut the hell up go away if you are not happy with that go to another fan base i don't want to hear from you he is a fantastic coach let me just follow it up with a logical question. Fire Saban and get who? Beard, you got anything there? Because I, I, I mean, who who would you get? I got to know. That could even slightly compare to Nick Saban because that guy's probably got a job right now. I mean, nobody's going to bring the record in like that. No, no I one mean, is. I mean, Nobody's going to bring the following in like the that. The record, the recruiting, the hold on the program itself. Like, the national championships. Yeah, but, but Saban's got... Alabama wrapped around his finger. He can yeah. do whatever he wants there. All right, this next guy is not going to have that kind of clout. Okay, if, and if you're talking about Dabo, the guy's not leaving Clemson right now for Alabama. No. It's too, it's too easy. He's getting top five recruiting classes. Like, why would he leave? The pressure would be insurmountable in Alabama, even for him. And he's a great coach. I know it's Mama, you know, and everything else, but no, you can't fire Saban. He's the best there's ever been. If you think he can't adjust and adapt, then you're horribly wrong. He's done it many times. And, you know, there were certain pundits out that said Bama was done after this game and blah, blah, blah. And it's just not the case. We've seen it a million times. 2015 was great. Yeah. I do think it marks a point where LSU can, can get back on the same scale as Bama, though. They competed. They played well. Joe Burrow played phenomenally well. Um and even the defense, when it mattered, you know, managed to make plays happen. In the second half, it thinned out. They couldn't get nearly as much pressure as they did in the first half. But there's something I want to bring up, though. As an LSU, being an LSU fan, what do you think about the guys taking the videos in the locker room of Orgeron giving the speech? Because I agree with what Orgeron said. That's a family, and nobody needs to hear what they're talking well, about. Well, that's so. That was interesting. So I had a lot of people, a lot of Bama fans that know me marginally and only know that I'm an LSU fan, they're like, Ordron needs to watch his potty mouth. And I'm like, all right, here's, here's the deal, okay? First of all, that's, again, like you said, that was never supposed to reach our ears yeah. as fans. That was supposed to be him and his family of kids in there. Yeah. 
all right? Secondly, he just beat the team that had beaten. He had never beaten Alabama, yep. even when he was Fired just an up. assistant. Yeah. yeah, he's never seen it. People have asked this man about this game 365 days a year since he's been at LSU. So, he, of course, he was fired up. No, I don't feel bad at all about no. that video. Not no. at least. Here's the thing, though. You know what it seems to me? I seem to remember another Instagram Live going in a locker room and watching that team go into shambles, and that would be the Pittsburgh Steelers. And the only thing I would think of is if you're LSU, do not get too high because if you do – Ole Miss can be, beat you this week. Last thing I'm going to complain about for this game, and I'm done. How many times can an LSU player go down when Bama converts a big play? Because it happened every damn time Bama had a big conversion, an LSU player went down because if they were really all that hurt, Bama should have been playing the four-string players for LSU by the end of that game. I don't know. You just, you know what I mean, like. Yeah, but I, I, I told you about this. Like that, that one just bugged me because, like, they're getting momentum. I wish they would change the rules that if a player goes out and they're hurt, you know, like same thing, quarterback, their helmet comes off. You have to take a timeout for him to come in. I think if a player gets hurt, if they're if they have to be escorted off the field, you have to stop play for them. I think they need to be out minimum three plays, no matter what. Minimum three plays, you cannot come back on the field because I think that will get away from anybody actually saying. Okay, are they hurt or are they faking it? Three plays. Okay. I, ju- I just don't, I don't think you'll have players doing that anymore. Because yeah. some of those, I'm not saying some of them weren't. Some of them probably were hurt. Right. But when they come out, sprint 100% full speed, next play, that bugs the hell out of me. I get it. And I, it happened a lot. I get it. I just, and that's where, that's where this is hard because, yeah, like, I'm happy my team won. And I want to talk about the good stuff that they did. This game was not without its controversies. It's but not, and I'm I'm being the typical Bama fan. I'm making excuses for why we didn't win. No, Bama deserved to lose, and like Saban said, it's a teaching experience for the players, well, for the program. It is. And I'm going to say something you don't want to hear because, and I'm strictly speaking about Saturday. The better team won Saturday. Saturday, that one day. Mm, that's a difference of opinion. I think if Alabama and LSU play that game five times, I think Bama wins three out of five. LSU had to go everything go its way to win that game. Everything go its way. But at the same time, they never trailed and, and never looked desperate. You know, I mean... They may not have ever looked desperate, but you you in the game with Bama looking as bad as they possibly could look, and you win by five. Yeah, no, I know. I mean, I was there, man. I watched the whole thing, and... I thought a lot of it. I thought a lot now, of now. Don't get me wrong. I get what you're saying to an extent. Did LSU possibly pull off a little bit towards the fourth quarter because you don't want to do anything stupid? Sure, I'll give you that. Yeah, they wanted to waste time and also drive, but waste time as well. I mean, dude. I mean, I told you. Like, I didn't feel good until the clock hit zero. I mean, I knew that Devontae Smith touchdown was coming. I've seen Bama do it too many times. I've seen the drive. I've seen the overtime win. You know, for eight years, man. And I mean, like. A lot of Bama fans out there, and I don't want to offend anybody, but there are a lot of excuses for this weekend, and that's fine. I've got eight years worth. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, so it's like I said, I can sit here and I can bitch and moan. At the end of the day, LSU won. Burrow played phenomenal. I'll, I'll give you this. I will not. I will not give you LSU was a better team. I'll give you that LSU played better that day. LSU on that night was the better team. Well, that's what I said. Just I'm Saturday. not saying. Okay, I misunderstood you then. I'm saying as a whole, talent-wise, I'm not conceding that LSU is better. I'm conceding on that night, yes, LSU played better. Burrow was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Tua was shaky. I think a lot of it comes from, too, that neither team, I mean, Bama had five sacks, but there were huge gulfs of this game where Bama didn't get pressure. They weren't getting pressure. Alabama's defensive line was atrocious. And LSU. Raekwon Davis has not done anything since he has been at Alabama. He got one big hit on Burrow. It was when Burrow kind of rolled out and then didn't throw it and he he just kind of tucked it on the sideline and Raekwon kind of body slammed him. And it was and he got up like all pumped up. I'm like, dude. No, the biggest hit that was on Burrow's that night was by Barrymore right by. Right um, in the head when he scrambled? Right in the shoulder. It wasn't in the head because they tried to call targeting and I was like, dude, he hit him in the shoulder. Oh, I thought he, well. I, maybe we're thinking of a different one because this one he scrambled past the first down marker. No, LSU okay. threw for a touchdown. He threw the touchdown and Barrymore punished him for it. Like he hit him right in the side. But so. that's the, and you know, I'm not going to talk too much more about it because we pretty much said all there is to say. But 
Burrow's tough, man. Like he's he's a fun guy to watch. No, I have one thing. If you want to trend something on Twitter um, for a coach that needs to be fired at Alabama, it is Pete Golding, the defensive coordinator. And you know what? If you want to throw Charles Kelly in there, the co-defensive coordinator, you can fire both of them because I really don't care. <laughs> I've never heard of Charles Kelly. I didn't know there was a co-defensive coordinator at Alabama. Yeah, Pete Golding is the current defensive coordinator. Let's just go over his resume. This guy definitely deserves to be at Alabama. Delta State, Tusculum wow. College, <laughs> Delta State, Southeastern Louisiana, yep. Southern Miss, UTSA, and now Alabama. Why the hell is he the the defensive coordinator for Alabama? That's the best you can get. This schmuck, get him the hell out of here. And guess what? Charles Kelly, you are a loser at FSU. You're a loser at Alabama. Get the hell out. Actually, Butch Jones, three of you, pack a suitcase, get the hell out of Tuscaloosa. It's all, Actually, it's all Butch Jones' fault. Yeah. It is all his fault. Uh, yeah, it he is. He's a curse. He couldn't analyze Ever since he came part. from Tennessee, yeah. he is a curse. So, uh, I think, I mean... Beard, Ethan, do you have anything else to say about the game? Anything, you, any particular arguments or plays that stuck out to you? Or, uh? Let me, I'm going to say it one last time. Don't let it get, I don't want it to be jaded. LSU won. They played better Saturday. They deserved to win. I compliment LSU. I called Zach after the game and That's said, right. congratulations. He's taking me out to dinner tonight. I am. So, Ooh. Uh, and Zach is, has to carry the bet on next year. Get it on radio, you guys. Next year, same I'm bet. enjoying my win right now. Okay. Sorry. Anyways. <laughs> Got a whole calendar to worry uh, about bets. Anyway, so we're going to uh, – I'm going to take a minute to uh, stop Talk raging like and uh, let the beer take us in from uh, possible insights he liked from the previous weekend. Yeah, well, I, you know, I mean, you're a Bama fan. Like, I don't know if we got that across last time you were on the show, but, um, I mean, I think you can agree. Even as a Bama fan with a loss, this was a fun game to watch. It was Miserable for me to watch, um, actually. But I hate sounding like the person that's making excuses for my team because I hated the officiating. I mean, but it's like been said with the SEC officiating this year as a whole has been garbage. There's been so many egregious calls that were missed. And my biggest one that really irritated me, I know, I mean, was the face mask. Right. That, that was just a whiff. I'm not yeah. going to say that wasn't a face mask because he, yeah, that was, was a whiff call. Yeah, it was a face mask. I mean, I know he ran it back for a touchdown, mm -hmm. but it was still like, yeah, throw the flag. Right. No, <laughs> yeah. no I'm not going to argue that one in the least. That one, that was, I was so frustrated with that during this game. Mm -hmm. It was, I mean, of course I was frustrated with us losing, but the officiating was just frustrating and beyond, beyond belief. That's what was really irritating me, but I hate sounding like that Alabama fan making excuses because we also don't really know how to lose. So that that and I will say, as somebody who lives with Bama fan coexists well with them all year, <laughs> y'all can agree. They don't like not y'all. Y'all yeah. y'all handle it pretty well. Ben doesn't, but you do. Yeah. But <laughs> I knew he was gonna bring me that mic right back. You want to know why <laughs> Bama fans don't handle it well so much? Because they don't do because it. Because the rest of the damn country comes around. Ooh, you got your ass kicked. When was the last time you beat us? Oh, seven years ago. Okay, piss off. Now, that, that being puts said, up sign that says we want Ohio State. Yeah, that's true. They don't. When does that happen? That, nobody right now. Yeah. Maybe Minnesota. We want Oregon. Yeah, they don't care. But. No, man. I mean, there are a lot of people that I've talked to that were like, LSU play dirty. And I'm like, what? LSU like, did not play dirty. No. Well, and, no. you know, and it's like, okay, like this game was in T-Town. Like, I got to give them credit because I said, I said uh, preseason, I was like, LSU's not breaking the streak in T-Town. They're going to have to break it at home. And the fact that – now let's talk about a guy because I think you guys can get past the game and talk about this guy. How can you not love Ordron, though? I mean, for all the shit he's been given, as before, he wasn't the right guy. We have questions about his abilities. He goes out and he gets good hires. He gets good players. And what do you know? They actually put it together this year. No, guy no, guy like was crying Odron. after the game. I, I like Odron. I appreciate the bulletin board material he gave Alabama for the whole offseason going into next year and to rectify this mistake in Death Valley. So I appreciate all of that. No, in all sincerity, I, so far he's looking like a good coach. Now – Here's the only thing, and I can say this now as an Alabama fan, and I, I, the one thing that I think may screw LSU before the year is over, and I, one thing I told you before you did this, the one thing that concerns me is the way he takes the foot off the gas mm -hmm. at the end of games. It almost screwed him against Auburn. 
and almost screwed him against Alabama. Right. And you can't tell me that he didn't pull the ga- the foot off the gas. And one day, ask him for the game. Mm-hmm. We're not going to take our foot off the gas. What's he do? Takes his foot off the gas. I think a lot of it. I think. Well, I think you're underselling your team. I think honestly, Bama adjusted. Okay. Okay. Take that aside. Texas, Auburn, two other games. Texas, he didn't take his foot off the gas. Yeah. Okay. Auburn. Auburn. He definitely took his foot off the yeah, gas. Yeah. Well, Auburn was asking to play a certain way. Let me. Okay. Let me rephrase that. The biggest question I have for Odron now, he's done it so far, but when he comes, the I guess it seems like he doesn't know how to play with the lead. Right. If Alabama got up twenty points against LSU. I'm sorry, that game's not getting close the rest of the damn day. I agree. And he even said so after the game. He was like, "We got to learn how to have that killer instinct," which is what Bama has, and that's. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's the biggest question I'd have for Odron. And it's, you know, he'll get it with time. But the thing is, yeah. he's been a head coach before, so you can't make too many excuses for that. Yeah. I think he's a good coach. I mean, obviously, he's he's doing fine. He's he's putting himself in the right position to succeed. Mm-hmm. My biggest question is, can you teach? And maybe it's not just Odron. Maybe the team as a whole in LSU has to learn how to play with the lead, how to keep the lead. Because Definitely. it's been so up and down. So well, The defense has got to clamp That's down. been my biggest question is, you know, can you hold on to a lead? Because, like I said, if Bama got a if Bama got a twenty point lead over anybody, like it's gonna be hard to come back. And that, uh, I agree. So, I mean, but I like the intensity that he brings. Make sure you're talking to the front of the microphone. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, but now you I like better. the intensity that he brings to mm-hmm. the table. There, I mean, he really motivates the guys, and I like how he's really formed Joe Barrow into being a leader of that team. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. Somebody, I forgot who it was, went down to the field before the game Mm -hmm. and went to interview some of the wide receivers, see how, you know, Joe's doing in the locker room and stuff like that. Right. And they asked one of the wide receivers, said, hey, man, I want to talk to you. And he said, hold on, let me go talk to Joe, make sure he doesn't need me to run these routes to practice before the game Mm -hmm. before I can come answer these questions. Like, they respect Joe Burrow, and I think Orgeron has really showed Mm -hmm. Joe how to – how to lead yep, and really take control of his team, and that's part of their success there. I think those two have that bond of being the not not the guy. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, like, Ordron was the guy that LSU didn't really want but wound up with. Yeah, Burrow was the guy that Ohio State didn't really want, you know, and so he transferred to LSU. And Clyde was the same way, five foot eight white running back. You know, yeah. like, I mean, people said he was too small to be an SEC back. And LSU's team for years has been told, you're not as good as they are. You're not going to be them, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And eventually, like they all said, until we do something about it, yeah. until there's some kind of power structure where Burrow is the, you know, he's the catalyst for it all, then, yeah, we're not going to beat them. And, and this year they finally said, we're going to do all that. We're going to get behind our guy who goes out there and takes shots and, you know, and he's tough and still plays yeah. a good game. And, yeah, I mean, you kind of love that. Like, I, you know, I understand they're my team, but I, I just love watching Burrow play. Yeah, but you can always respect a good football player who loves the game. And you mm-hmm. can see when Joe gets hit, mm-hmm. and it fires him up. Oh, yeah. Like, he jumps up, and he'll hit him on the back. Like, hey, good hit, man. Yeah, there like, was the one that I uh, – the one that I was referencing where he scrambled for the first down, he got licked pretty good. Yeah. Uh, it was either a corner or a linebacker. And, I mean, he got up and he was just pumped, man. He, yeah. like, flexed and he was like, woo, you know, like, I mean, that was fun to watch. Because if I take that hit, you're going to have to put me on a stretcher, you know. Like, yeah. <laughs> but he's tough, man. It's fun to watch. I like seeing him. And if you want to make comparisons, I like how he really puts the team on his shoulders, not so much like Trevor Lawrence does. Hmm. Like, Trevor Lawrence depends a lot on who's around him. And right. Joe says, follow me, I'll take you there. I agree. So, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> and the receivers, you know, I mean, they, they've really gone a long way. Uh, Justin Jefferson, well, we all know Jordan Jefferson. Yeah. He's the youngest brother. He was a two-star wide receiver. I mean, you know, and so it's another guy where it's like, I wasn't good enough for all the hype and the hoopla, but I'm going to come out and be the team's leading wide receiver. So it it was fun. Now, on to bigger news, because I wanted to talk about this. Um, Minnesota beating Penn State? No. We're, <laughs> we're getting there. Sorry, at least Alabama's lost to LSU is respectable. You lost to the Golden Gophers. Oh, Get over yourself. We're there. I guess CFB. we got to go. So, oh, well, Minnesota might actually be kind of a real deal, right? No, they're not. Ohio State beats them by two touchdowns. Oh. Yeah, but that's not saying much. I mean, if they beat them by two touchdowns, that's the closest win Ohio State's had all year. Got oh, sorry. I meant the first quarter. I was the favorite? Yes, I was the favorite this weekend against Minnesota. 
They're giving them three, uh, three points. Yeah, it's yeah. always Penn State. No, I, I think that they're doing that because it's going to be how do they handle it after the big pressure. You know, you're moving up the rankings, blah, blah, blah. Who's like at home? Iowa. Okay. Yeah, that's tough. Tough environment there, especially waving to the kids. Love that tradition up there. No, uh, so we're going to college football playoff rankings. Uh, I wanted to hit, get a quick hitter in. Chad Morris getting fired at Arkansas. Yeah, Big LOL. news and funny news. Expected. Um, expected, but hilarious Deserved. nonetheless. I mean, you said it, and I'm giving you props. I told you before the game that if they lost to Western Kentucky, yep. he was gone. And they yeah. got they got waxed. Well, dude. you know why, though? It's because Arkansas's quarterback transferred to Western Kentucky. Yep. So you lost to the quarterback <laughs> that left there. And not only did you lose, but you got embarrassed. Dude, I, so I was, at home. I was listening to Chuck Oliver. I've told you about him before. He had the funniest segment on where he's talking about what's going on through Chad Morris's mind when they let – story go to western kentucky and you're watching him sit here and light you up what that feeling's got to like well god if we had that maybe we don't <laughs> you know like i mean arkansas bottom nick of the Starkle's barrel not, nick starkle's not a bad quarterback though and i think he's not but at the end of the year i think that you had him actually just advocating by playing jerry jones great grandson or grandson whatever he is mm-hmm. I think that was okay maybe if jerry jones one of the biggest boosters to arkansas gets on my side i can save my ass because Here's the biggest difference. And now, you know, I know earlier this year I said you got to give them three years. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you why this is the one exception. The difference between, say, Tennessee and Jeremy Pruitt mm-hmm. and Arkansas right now is the sole fact that Arkansas in two years has not improved. Right. I, I mean, we know, Amy, we love you. We know you're an Arkansas fan. She's more Auburn. But at the same time, she was like, you know, they're young. They've got to learn. Right. Well, when you have the coach come out and say – we don't have the players. Like, right. he blames the recruiting. Like, that whole locker room, he lost the locker room right When he, he got, can't do that. Let me t- bring up a quote from when he got hired. When he got hired, he said, I don't know how Bielema only won four games in a season with this roster. Yep. All right, he won, he's won four since he's been there, which is yeah. two years. He's like 4-18 and 18 at Arkansas. Has not beat an SEC opponent. It, all of a sudden, it puts things into perspective. One thing, recruiting's hard as hell in Arkansas. There ain't anybody in Arkansas. And there's nothing in Arkansas. No, but you can't even make that argument because, I mean, you could say that for a lot of big programs like Wisconsin. Yeah. Now, well, I know Madison's a bigger city, but I'm saying if we're playing the hypothetical, like, look, yes, in recruiting, you got California and you got a lot of the Southeast for Florida your stuff and Texas. Yes. So, but, okay, you want to make that argument right there? Like, Texas is in the, the thick of it and yeah. they can't get their shit together. No, I know. Texas A&M, Texas Tech. I mean, SMU's the only, SMU's the best story out of Texas this year. It is, but those programs are, they have good spots and bad spots. Arkansas is bad to the core. There's nothing, there's no bright spot to Arkansas. Like, there's not a coaching decision, there's not a certain style of play. There's been no point in Arkansas' season where you're like, oh yeah, look at them go. But that's my whole point, though. Like, Tennessee started off as bad as you can start, and you saw them progress each week. Even when they lost to Alabama, right. people left that game going, oh, shit, like, Tennessee's pretty good, or is Alabama not very good? Well, I can answer it right now. Like, Tennessee's better than people thought, and let me tell you why. Since the Alabama game, they have not lost. Right. They beat South Carolina, they beat UAB, and they turned around and they beat uh, Kentucky this Kentucky week. This week. Mm-hmm. So, um, they're one win away from a bowl game. Yeah. Like, so, turnaround of the, of the year, but also, like you said, there's growth. They're you, improving. You see it week to week. They're looking, they improve, and they... They play better, and the coaching isn't bad. No, Pruitt, I think he won that locker room when he could have buried um, Garantano after the LSU, when he played Bama and he fumbled, and that was, you know, the game was over after that. He could have gone to that press conference. He could have just buried him, but he didn't, and I think that, that galvanized the team. Hey, coach has got our back no matter what. Let's do it for coach. Well, I want to ask you about that question again, That well, that statement where he said, I don't think I've got the roster. All right. I think the timing is the worst part about this statement, right? Because it's not week two. It's week nine, right? You don't turn around in week nine and go, I don't have the talent here. You say, okay. Yeah, your players like, are just going to shut down on yeah, you. Yeah, we're developing. Week two, you could be like, yeah, I don't have the roster. So we're, we're building that. We're working with the players we got, yeah. right? It sounds, like a gro- it sounds like, okay, I'm getting this out of the way. We're not going to win six games this year, yeah. you know? But in week nine, you sound like you're making excuses instead of, like, getting it out there and letting the fans know, hey, we just don't have it this year. You know, so I think the timing had a lot to do with this as well, where you come out and you say, I don't have the roster, and the kids are like, 
I'm right here, coach. I'm your starting quarterback. Like, <laughs> you know, what the hell? So, funny story. Uh, I'd be interested to see who they're going to get. I'm hearing a lot of Memphis's coach is being mentioned, Mike Norvell. So, shoot, I'd stay at Memphis. I would. I, I think Memphis would. will probably pay you more money. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing. You're not going to get a Power 5 coach to go to Arkansas. No. Not, not right now, you're not. No. So you got to go to group of five yeah. or or high school. I mean, on, like, I'm not kidding around. Like, Actually, no, you laugh. Depending on how Auburn shakes out the rest of the year, Malzahn very well, if he gets fired from Auburn, if he gets bought out, I promise you he'll go to go to Arkansas. Here's my argument why he won't. And it's not that he wouldn't. I think he would. I don't think he would enjoy it. But here's the thing. I think if his option is to be an OC somewhere or to be a head coach at Arkansas, he's going to Arkansas. Yes, but Arkansas is paying Brett Bielema and Shad Morse. So they got to pay Malzahn's buyout, which is seven million dollars, plus whoever. No, they, they wouldn't. Not if Auburn fires Malzahn. I'm saying if Auburn fires Malzahn and buys him out. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if. And Auburn Brett Bielema, they're about to lose that because Bielema, they're taking him to court because he yeah. said he wasn't making a certain amount with the Patriots, and then they looked in the bylaws and like every, <laughs> every yeah. coach in the NFL has to make X amount, so they're like, um, you're screwing us, Bielema. So right. he's losing that. So, uh, regardless, though, I, I don't know if that's. I mean, that would be the best move for Arkansas. I don't think that's the best move for Auburn no, or Malzahn. You, you want to know to me, you, if you had to hire a coach, I'll give you a coach right now that if I was a program, I've got no other idea what to do. I need a coach that's cheap. You know who I hire? I'll give you one guess. Cheap? Cheap, and I think he would bring a lot of inspiration. How old is he? He's young. Is he at Florida Atlanta? Oh, <laughs> What are y'all My man. <laughs> Who is it, Ethan? I don't Lane know. Kiffin. Oh, but that just seems like that seems like a culture clash. It's a good hire, but that seems like a culture clash. You know, I mean, they do, but Kiffin's like an FSU style coach, not a damn. Not He's a, a whatever you want him to be, coach. That dude, he's too busy with all the coeds, anyways. But I mean, <laughs> <laughs> tweeting about refs, you know. Oh, no. no. Also, yeah, yeah. Get a free motorcycle and yeah. sign on. <laughs> Throw in a hog. Oh, man. Oh. oh. There it is. Oogie doke. No, I, I think I think they're going to have a hard time filling that spot, man. I, I just really... I, I think... think uh, look, I they think had a hard time before. That's why they hired Chad Morris. They could get Kiffin, and honestly, I think a lot of programs could get Kiffin, and they could get him for cheap, and I, I, the dude can recruit. The mm-hmm. dude is good with quarterbacks. Yep. And I'm telling you, I know you don't want to admit it, Brady's gone for LSU after this year. Yeah, it depends on what they agree on. They, they ain't going to be able to pay him enough. He's gone. He's going to get an OC job somewhere. He won't be a co-OC. He will be an OC somewhere. Well, what I'm hearing is he's going. Or even at a non-Power 5. He might even get a head coaching job. Sorry, continue. Was I in the middle of a sentence, Ethan? I'm no. I mean, I'm already buying you dinner. Get over it. <laughs> you know who's, who's the biggest potential? Sorry. You know who's the biggest potential for this, right? Who's that, producer? P.J. Fleck. See, but they just gave him a seven-year extension in Minnesota. That's a lot of buyout. What? Dude, that's a lot of money that Arkansas is going to have to pay him and Morris and... Still a Power 5 school to be moving up. Oh. I mean, I understand he's built Minnesota's program, but that's... I don't know if I leave Minnesota for that. I would not, personally. Right. But... Well, I'm sure if they could, they would. But that's why I don't think they've got their pick of the litter here. You know what I mean? I think they're going to have to just get a guy. I think that's that's what I'm saying. That's how they got Chad Morris to begin with. They just had to get a damn guy, put put a body in that chair for two years till we can find somebody else. There's nobody available when they fired Bielema. Yeah. So Arkansas is a dumpster fire right now, like a hot, stinky, just awful dumpster fire. Okay, now we're done with that college football playoff ranking. Yeah, bring it up. All right, one through three, zero problem with. Agree with completely. LSU deserves to be one. They have better wins than uh, Ohio State. I, I didn't agree. agree with it last week. I thought LSU should have been one last week. All right. Yep. Ohio State, fine with that. Ohio State looks good. Yep. My biggest problem with Ohio State and with this committee right now is there's no consistency. The only thing you have for Ohio State is eye test because Ohio State has not played anybody. Yep. The best team they have played has arguably been Michigan State, who uh, is atrocious. Wisconsin. No, Wisconsin is Wisconsin. Yeah, but they're better than Michigan State. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I retract that. The best team they played is Wisconsin, but they played mm-hmm. them at home. So, all right. 
you've had to play one ranked team all year. Now, I know every Ohio State fan is going to come out, well, you only had to play one team, and it was LSU. Ooh, how'd that work well, out for you? Well, you're not the top four either. Right? Yeah, I know, but so, I'm I mean, continuing on. Yeah. Um, Clemson, look, Clemson's going to go undefeated. They won the playoff last year. They deserve to get in. I mean, if they're undefeated, they won last year. They deserve to get in. I can't bitch right. about that. Sorry. Well, they're winning, and they're going to win Number four is what I have a problem with, and let me tell you why. We're getting into the one-loss teams. Yep. And you want to know a team that I actually would have less of a problem with being ahead of Alabama than Georgia is Oregon. I would have less of a problem with with Oregon being ahead of Alabama for this sole reason. They lost to Auburn. Mm-hmm. Georgia lost to South Carolina. Right. At home. Yeah. It was they a lost terrible to, loss. They lost to Auburn at a neutral site. I can live with that. I can't live with being behind a team that lost to South Carolina at home. Who just lost to Tennessee? I was going to say, who has South Carolina lost to? I think, well, I think you can. And here's why, here's why it doesn't matter. No, but what I'm saying is they, they rank some teams based off of eye tests, and they use metrics for other teams, and it's no, just it's yeah. a hodgepodge. Well, pool. first of all, I'll get this out. I hate the expression eye test. It's not quantifiable, and it looks like crap. Now, when they came out last week and they said, Ohio State has controlled games better than LSU, then I was like, okay, that's quantifiable. There's a statistic for that. There's not a statistic for an eye test. And when a room full of 30 people get in there and they say, this team passes the eye test, you're like, anybody in the nation can disagree with you and have a case because your case is they look better. That's not a case, right? That's that's just not good enough for me. No. But on the flip side, why it doesn't matter is because – Georgia will not be a favorite against LSU in the conference championship game, right? I think we can all agree on that at this point in time. Correct? Yes. Okay. So if that's the case, then Georgia will lose and drop below Bama because they've lost another game. They'd be a two-loss team. Even though they went to their conference championship, at that point, that solves itself. So I don't think you got to be that concerned about it. I would be more concerned if they threw Minnesota in there Well. Not even that, because Minnesota's won all their games. All, uh, Oregon is a great example. I would be more concerned if Oregon was in there because there's not really a way that Oregon doesn't get in at the moment if they win all their games. Right? Georgia's got this big conference championship game looming that I think can cause an issue. Now, n- admittedly, Oregon will play Utah, but I think I'd rather play Utah than, than LSU, right? For sure. So, I mean, that's that's at least how I see it. I wouldn't be too up in arms because, yeah, the top three makes sense, but after that, it doesn't really matter who's four at the moment. That's going to work itself out, I think. It's going to move around. I mean, I just, as an Alabama fan, of course, we freaked out yep. because Georgia shouldn't be there. They lost to South Carolina, who lost to App State. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Take this into account, App though. Where was Alabama? Still, where was like, Alabama ranked last week? They were, we were ranked three. three. Yeah, we were three. So, so they would have, yeah, so they dropped two spots with a loss, okay? There's, we lost to number one. Yes, but they lost, but they, like, what I'm saying is, all things that you lost and you dropped two spots, you're still in contention, right? They need stuff to happen, but right now it's it's not as nearly as bad as it could be. Yeah, but... I don't know. Whenever people start throwing around those the eye test thing, uh, no, don't talk to me about that. It's, eye test. Well, I, it's horseshit. It, it's, that's exactly what it yeah, is. Yeah, it's you know what I think. Whenever people start talking about that, what it comes down to, money, ratings. See who's uh, bringing in the money and the ratings. Get this. All right. So say hypothetically, let's say that you could draw in a conference championship. Let's say Oregon and Utah draw. Who goes in? Simple question. I'm yep. not no trick question here. Who do you think gets in? Oregon. Exactly. Yeah. Money, right? Yeah. No, it wasn't money. It's because Utah lost. Utah had a worse loss than Oregon. Oregon lost at a neutral site to Auburn. Utah, Last play of the game. Utah lost to Southern Cal has four losses. Now, that was at Southern Cal, but my whole thing is, if you look at a loss, you lose the last, second, last play of the game on a neutral site to Auburn with Auburn's defense, mm-hmm. I can live with that. You get blown out by Southern Cal, who every year goes, should we keep Clay Helton or should we fire him? No, I'm done with that. Like, Utah's <laughs> supposed to be good, so no. Um, Here's, but my point stands that in, that in that regard, if you had to pick between the two, and, it's, and they're totally even, okay, 
let's say they're completely even, the committee's picking Oregon. Yes. It only makes yeah. sense, right? Sure. Because they got to have people watch their show. they got to have people watch the, the championship itself. Okay, but, like, I'm going to talk about this from a marketing slash, you know, business-to-business sales standpoint. Bring that expertise into the room. That's well, what we're looking for. <laughs> you have to sell ads. Right. And who's going to bring in the people to sell these ads? Not Utah. Not Utah. Right. Becky. And it's not going to be Minnesota. Yeah, because the Mormons aren't going to buy any beer. The only way Minnesota <laughs> they gets, don't care. <laughs> the only way Minnesota gets in the playoff is if they beat Ohio State. That's they have to go completely undefeated and win the conference to get in. And even then, people are going to be like, "F in Minnesota? Like what? You know? That's what uh, on Reddit this morning it was like. Minnesota's ranked above Alabama. Is it 1940 or 2019? <laughs> No, well, here's the thing, though. You, you're talking about Alabama needs some help. Let me tell you what Utah's rest of the way is. UCLA at home. Right. At Arizona. Mm-hmm. Colorado at home. I wouldn't freak uh, out if Colorado. they tripped over UCLA. Uh, okay. Let me read out Oregon's. <laughs> Oregon's isn't better. Arizona at home. Mm-hmm. At Arizona State. Eh, maybe some trickery. Kind of, yeah. And then they finish with the Beavers of yeah. Oregon State. So... Hard pass. Now, let me... But, uh, but they have their conference hey, championship. Let me, let me read out this world beater right here, though, in Ohio State. Let's go over their schedule so far, because everyone wants to make fun of Alabama on how weak their schedule is. And Clemson. I'm going to go ahead and stick up for Clemson right here, too. No. Ohio State plays Florida Atlantic, wins 45-21. Really impressive. Right. Plays Cincinnati, wins 42 nothing. Well, Ben, Cincinnati's undefeated since. Don't care. You should, be, you should beat Cincinnati at home. Right. All right. Beat Indiana. Don't get me wrong. Indiana's having a great year. But Indiana beat LSU, Bama, Auburn, Georgia, uh, anybody at the top of the Florida. SEC. No. Not even close. Auburn, right? no. Yeah. Miami of Ohio. Right. We can pass that. Nebraska. We can pass that. Sorry, PayPal. <laughs> Michigan State. I'm definitely passing that. Northwestern. Oh, yeah. Northwestern beat Michigan State, though. <laughs> yeah, we can pass. Yeah. Okay. Best game of the season so far, Wisconsin. Yep. Okay. And they Maryland. Did they did crush Wisconsin. Wait, wait, wait. Maryland. Okay. Yeah, that's a pass. Okay. You yeah. want to know who they're playing this week? This great world beater in Ohio State? Rutgers. Right. Have they won yet? They did win the very first college football game ever. So, don't get me wrong. I know th- that means I hold okay. a lot of clout around here, End obviously. Of the year, they do have to play Penn State, and they do have to play Michigan. So, I'll cite you that. Now, here's the thing. Now, the question is, Chase Young, is he going to be back? Because they said, what, he's suspended four games, right? Not so fast, my friend. Oh, they dropped They appealed too. it, yeah. and he's not playing this weekend, but he'll be playing after he's that. Oh, surprise. He's you don't play Penn against State. Maryland or Rutgers, but you come back for Penn State and Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well... That's how it is, you know, and that's the, uh, I'm not getting into this, but these big teams can cover up these suspensions and stuff. Oh, no. You want to talk about a giant middle finger to the NCAA? What? Actually, I'll let you finish. Then we'll, uh, how, I keep interrupting. So how is that? How, tell me this, because if the NCAA is such a big, bad organization, you're going to suspend, what is it, four or six players from Mississippi State, and you're suspending them for six Uh-oh. games. But you can say when they get suspended, oh, Punish me. When we play Little Sisters of the Poor, we're not going to have our starting nose tackle. Whatever shall we do? Like, I could start for them. You know, like, good God, man, what kind of punishment is that? Oh, they're not going to play against Alabama. Well, were they ever going to beat Alabama? I was going to say, on that note, I'm not just picking on Ohio State, because other teams are doing this and doing middle finger to the NCAA. North Carolina did it. Yeah. And right now, the biggest middle finger to the NCAA has to go to Memphis basketball. Because... James Wiseman was ruled ineligible by the NCAA because mm-hmm. there was money involved with the coach and him and his family. Impermissible benefits. Yep. He's ineligible. Memphis said, you know what? Screw you. We're playing him. Mm-hmm. See you in court. Well, and that's <laughs> ultimately, I've, t- I've told you, you cannot admit fault with the NCAA. Missouri did it, and, and it they got screwed. Them. Ole Miss did it, and they got screwed. Baylor's still walking around like, yeah, they're like, hey, hey. do y'all remember about all those allegations? I'm glad everybody forgot. We're undefeated this year. Okay, but if they've approved to pay players, how are they getting in trouble for money still? Three years from now. And you have to, you can't get endorsements from the okay, school. Okay, I didn't read that far. You get endorsements then. from uh, companies, like local companies. Okay, but like Chase Young took money to pay for his girlfriend to come out to the game. Who is also a booster. 
Jesus. I know. It was. Now, that's, that's the biggest thing with the rule in three years. Mm-hmm. You got a booster that owns four different car lots. They could say, hey, I'll just throw you on a commercial for a car lot, yep. and I'll pay you $200, or I'll pay you a grand an hour, and I'll say you work 40 hours. Exactly. Yep. Now, I know they're probably going to try and put some stipulation, but that's why like everyone's like, well, they deserve to be paid because you know what? An education is not enough. And I know you don't want to get into this, so yeah, I'll drop it. I don't. But yeah. My whole thing is, is like, I think it's Pandora's box. I think it's going to be madness and chaos. How they I'm not naive. This. Everybody everybody gets paid. I'm not saying they don't now. I'm not saying I'm for or against. I'm just saying I think in three years, I think it's going to be utter chaos. You know what I think it's going to be? I think the NCAA is going to have to approve endorsement deals such that like they can say, okay, EA can profit off of your likeness, right? And you can make money off of that because we get our cut because that's an NCAA approved or authorized game, right? Right? So, but if Jim's car lot over here wants to hire you for a commercial, the NCAA has to approve that. Maybe they do, maybe they don't, right? Maybe that's how they keep their grip on you. Yeah, but, you know, okay, okay I'll go ahead and follow that. All right? LSU this year, Burrow, they want to advertise him for the car lot. Haynes. Right. <laughs> Copper <laughs> tone. Well played. So, back, back, to, back to your argument, though. The NCAA say may yes or no. Okay? Head and shoulders. They may come out and say Chase Young was approved for this commercial, so yeah, he gets paid. Well, Burrow, no, he can't get paid. Well, why? Because it's, we say he can't. No, that's right. But at the end of the day, they still have the power to discern it, and that's what but, the NCAA okay, wants. Okay, but then you're going to have this whole chaos again where people are going to go, oh, okay, so Ohio State gets to do it, but we can't? Hey, come here, Burrow, don't tell anyone. Here's 10 grand. Just, oh, yeah. That's for you. But it'll be easier to hide. I guarantee you. Yeah, Anyways, I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. But how long before they get sued for discrimination then? If they're picking and choosing who's getting... Oh, look now. They got lawyers to do this. I well, mean, I'm just saying, okay, though. We got the whole offseason for this. Let's move on. Yeah, that's right. That is true. Quality okay. shitposting content right here. Yeah, that's right. Uh, by the way, uh, we are looking forward to hopefully have the beard installed uh, in with us every episode. That's right. We're hiring you forward. on at minimum wage. He is going wage. to be running our social media, so if it gets better... Look at him go. If it gets worse, he's fired. That's and right. And we weren't paying him anyway, so suck it, NCAA. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they, moving on to the... <laughs> did, they improve, <laughs> did they improve our endorsement deal, or are we still waiting on that? Still waiting on it. I Damn it. Back yet. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> if they say no, though, I'm giving them the middle finger just like Memphis. I'm calling Viagra stat. <laughs> <laughs> we need an endorsement, damn it. No, I so okay. So after Alabama, there's Oregon. I really don't have a problem with that. They've, they've no. D- no, and they've I think Oregon's the, the team that you have to worry about if you're Alabama. But okay, um, no. And, but here's the thing. Let me tell you this. If you if you told me right now, if you're LSU, no, not even LSU. If you're Ohio State, and you get to play Bama or Oregon, who do you want? Oh, Oregon. I already hope that Oregon gets in, so LSU has to play them. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. that's my whole point is like you could sit here. I understand from an argument standpoint how you could make an argument. They have a conference championship. Mm-hmm. Who's the better team? Oh yeah, it's Bama. But also, I think there's the disadvantage of the fact that Pac-12 hadn't been in it for a couple years, and I do think that the committee's down to marketing, and that's what it is. And I think that, no, they don't care about it in the Pac-12. Really. Come on, man. No, I the team I'm most worried about getting in over Bama is Oklahoma. Really? They're number 10 this week. Okay, but here's the thing. If Oklahoma wins out, they're going to have a win over Baylor, which Baylor, if you're Baylor, you have to be pissed. You actually dropped a spot and you won a game. <laughs> won themselves into a quality yeah, they loss. Won, <laughs> yeah, they won themselves into dropping from 12 to 13 behind <laughs> Auburn, who's 7-2, and two, who Auburn struggled to beat Ole Miss. Yep. But Auburn is. Again, ask yourself that No, question. I'm just saying, okay, would Auburn beat Baylor? Yeah. Yes. They okay, would. but I'm saying, like, this is what – if you're the committee, you're like, okay, so that one makes sense, right? Right. If you had to pick between Georgia and Alabama, I might say, okay, I could see maybe coin toss why you might pick Georgia over Alabama. Yeah. But neutral site, save. Now I said this last week, and it bit me in the ass. But neutral site, yeah. Bama. Said a few things last week, bit you in the ass. <laughs> That's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. You just remember there was a streak of eight years. I know. That's why I can say. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> But I'm gonna let you get that go. real quick. Yeah, but I mean, and keep it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is mine now. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll have a new mic next week. Well, we can order one. They're thirty-five bucks. Yeah, but okay. If you're looking also at a, there's a way to go about talking about with 
keeping people happy, marketing, mm-hmm. a lot of different things go into these decisions that they make that we don't know about. Yep. Um, and you got to think about where the CFE championship is this year. Yeah, New, New Orleans. Orleans. Yep. Alabama and LSU, if somehow they bumped Alabama to three mm-hmm. and they get to play each other in national championship in New Orleans, that place is going to be on fire. No. It's don't, don't, <laughs> shush! Don't you dare. Don't you dare. LSU will shit their pants because you know what happened last time they played there in the national championship. <laughs> I do. You know, it would be that would be the biggest poetic justice ever. LSU would shit their pants. Poetic justice. Yes. After Odron going, we're coming. We own them now. We own them in recruiting. This is our house now. We own them. This is our house now. Yeah. He would own that. Man, y'all. You see, started this. You act you like started they, this. You act like your team you started can't this. Lose. You started this. What, are, what else do we have to talk about? What's on the docket here? We, okay. You're going to have to start organizing episodes I'm if we're, if we're okay. hiring you on. All right. Y'all can start making picks. Picks for... Oh, our, yep. he's going to hold us to picks now. Yeah. Okay. Well, but give Florida, me a game. Missouri. Florida. Why? Wait, wait, wait. Is Kelly Bryant playing? Yes. He played last week. No, he didn't. Oh, well. Yes, Florida. Florida if he does. I don't care. Florida. Is it, is it at Missouri? Yes. Florida. Do we know if... Didn't Missouri lose... How, how, how are you thinking about this? Florida. They're 5-4. I'm definitely going Florida. Mizzou. Oh, yeah, you I mean, dumb... You stupid bitch. You... Hey, I called Temple last week, and I told you I was going to call you out on the podcast. Temple beat USF. Yeah. What are you All throwing right. at me now? Next one. Hey. What? You two children. It's not me. It's him. Yeah, He's throwing true. stuff. I know. Damn Alabama fans. I tell you. Um, can't take a loss. Anyways, all right, next one. Navy, Notre Dame. Notre Dame. The hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah, Notre Dame. Although, I do think Navy will put up a fight. Yep, the beard disagrees. He's going Navy. I like that. Is that a lock of the week? No, not a lock. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, we can bring it up again. Put put Temple uh, USF on there. No, no, no. No, start off with that one. Fuck off. (laughs) We got your win last week. Fuck off. Oh, God. All right, so and the F-bombs come out. You started yeah. it. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you're going... Like a pull of Corso. Ah, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you, up next, okay. you, we got dead air going What? Well, I mean, the next one's... We're losing them. <laughs> <laughs> they're gone. Oh, five of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're long gone. Um, Next one, okay. Ohio State Rutgers. Don't uh, ask me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, uh, Georgia-Auburn. Okay, I like this. Now we're getting into territory. I want to hear yours first. Mine is completely out of spite because I am going to be the biggest Auburn fan until the Iron Bowl. And by the biggest Auburn fan, I mean just this week. Yep. I want Auburn to win this game. But who do you think is going to win the game? I think Auburn at home. Weird shit happens at the Plains. Sure does. I'm I'm going Auburn. I'm going Georgia. All right. Hey, you got a beer? I'm going to Oh, you just want him to win, too. No, it's – take that out. <laughs> I don't think that Georgia's going to score on that defense. They haven't played a defense. Well, Florida had a decent defense. Yep. It, it, I don't think Florida's as good as Auburn. No. That line, the defensive line for Auburn, I think is going to run over the offensive line no, of Georgia. It all depends, though, who Ooh, shows up. No, I don't know about that. I, uh, it all depends who shows up for Auburn. Does, does Bo Nix – have a proactive commercial, or does he show up? Does Booby Whitlow, <laughs> how's he going to play? Proactive commercial. Uh, no, Booby Whitlow I don't think's cleared is to he, play. Is he out now? Uh, well, he's not for sure, but I, I'm hearing questionable. Yeah, and he was questionable uh, too earlier this year. He was questionable against LSU, and that's why you don't damn do that. He could have been cleared yeah. for this game. Like, don't get me cranked up on that again. Well, I mean, it does depend on which Bo Nix shows up. Yep. But I really like Auburn's defense. Yeah, but, game. man, I think you're talking about an offensive line that anybody's going to contain that defensive line for Auburn. Georgia's is the best equipped. We'll see. They've got the best line in college football. And Swift's not a bad running back. And Fromm's not a bad quarterback. Didn't LSU have a running back that used to be really good they said was unstoppable? Yeah, I didn't say he was unstoppable. I just said he was good. Yeah, I'm just saying he got stopped when they said he wasn't going to get stopped. Today's a new day. <laughs> Today's a new day. All right, next game. Uh, Texas-Iowa State. 
It is at Iowa, and Iowa State is actually the seven-point favorite. It's at Iowa? Iowa State. That's weird that they're playing a game at a competitor's school. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> no, I'm going Texas. Hook em. Yeah, hook them. So I, I think Texas is on the right path. They figured out whatever weirdness they had going on, and I like, I like the way they're headed. I yeah. think they're going to make LSU look better. Yeah, I think Texas wins that. I, I think we're all in agreement there. No, I can't go against y'all on every pick. It smells like cigarettes in here. What? Do you smell that? Random. Okay. Um, sorry about that, listeners. Stroke. Yep, that is (laughs) stroke. Um, (laughs) stroke. (laughs) (laughs) We've lost all the listeners. (laughs) Next, if you're hanging with us, you're a trooper. (laughs) Okay. The next one is LSU Ole Miss. (laughs) Okay. What? Okay. No, but it's I'm talking about top twenty five. I'm hey, gonna I'm gonna list it. The next I'm, one's Alabama versus Mississippi State. Uh, no, I just I did skip that one actually. Okay, <laughs> all right then. Yeah. LSU's gonna win. They may look crappy at first, but they'll pull it out. You think they're gonna win by twenty one points? I do. Okay. Put yep. money on it. Put money on it. Put money on it. And hold him responsible. Well don't. Go to Mississippi and put money on it. But yeah, well. Oh God! You flashbacks. do what you want to do with your money. You're That's right, people. Um, Say it out loud. Minnesota, Iowa. That's a good game. Who are you going with? I was getting there. I was in I'm the going list. with the Hawkeyes. He's going with the Hawkeyes. Who you they are the three-point favorite. Who are you going with? Minnesota. Minnesota. I'm riding row, the hot hand. Row the fucking boat. That's what I have to say about oh, that. that. Oh please, you started it. It's colder in Minnesota. They're tougher. That's right. They're gophers, for God's sake. No, I have a lot of them. The producer is, like, snapping his fingers. You, yeah, you get calm together. down over there. Arizona, Oregon. Oregon. Quack, quack. Yeah, 27-and-a-half-point favorite. That's, yeah. Indiana, Penn State. Ooh. Penn State. Ooh, but, ooh. No, you're coming off that embarrassing loss to Minnesota. They're going to come out and put a hurting on them. Yeah, but man, it's at Penn State too. I just want Indiana to win so bad. Well, yeah, so but bad. I want them to win nine games because then they'll be nine Windiana. It's not my joke. It's Reddit. Was that a dad bun? That's Reddit. No, it's Reddit. God, you. Was that in the dad joke go subreddit? Get, go give me a beer since you don't have a microphone in front of you. Okay. Hey, Wisconsin, Nebraska. Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah. 14-and-a-half-point favorite. Definitely going to Wisconsin, even though it is in Nebraska. Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Damn cheeseheads. Um, Michigan State, Michigan. 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 Definitely Michigan. At home, 13-and-a-half-point favorite. Definitely going to Michigan. Yeah, they Dude, Michigan State can't score if you if you had me They lost to Northwestern. That's what I'm saying. Like, their offense is, and we've talked about it for weeks, their offense is absolutely atrocious. Yeah. Like, worst offense in the country. I can be none. running back. Auburn would outscore them 79 to nothing with no defenses on the field. All right, Kansas, Oklahoma State. Oh, Oklahoma State. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, oh. you're crazy. Take it down. Wake Forest, Clemson. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay, actually. Here's a good well, one to actually talk about. Well, Memphis, Houston. I had a note on the Clemson game okay. real quick. What? Because Wake Forest's best player is Surratt. He's the wide receiver. Wide receiver. Um oh. Right, yes. but but this guy's like supposedly the best wide receiver in the country, uh, injured for the rest of the season after this past game. Uh, we're okay. We're right over an hour. Right yeah. over an hour. Um, any, anything else? Yeah, I got uh, five or six more. Um, Memphis, Houston. Memphis. Memphis. Definitely Memphis. I'm taking a break here. Uh, ben, you can use my microphone for the time being. Really? Professional outfit here. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible outfit. Okay. Uh, West Virginia, Kansas State. Kansas State. Zach nah, goes Kansas State. I'm going Kansas State. Definitely going Kansas State. 14-point favorite. All right. Uh, we talked about Minnesota, Iowa. Beers? Yes. Si, sí, senor. Um, Cincinnati, USF. Cincinnati. Yeah, I'm with him on that. Yeah, Cincinnati, 14-point favorite also. Okay, Oklahoma Baylor. Ooh. Baylor, Baylor, Baylor. I've ride. I've rode them this far into the year. I'm gonna keep riding them. It's at Baylor, and I'm sticking with Baylor. I okay, think, we'll put that. We'll write that down for. Nope, I'm going Baylor. I think Jalen throws some picks in this. 
It's not going to go well for him. I love the dude. He's a great guy. But I think Baylor's going to win. Jalen. Yeah, we'll see. They've been in overtime twice this year and somehow didn't lose. Yep. In fact, they had to buy the win against Texas Tech. Okay, and because I'm talking about the top 25 teams, Appalachian State, Georgia State. App State. State. App State. Yeah, definitely going App State. UCLA, Utah. We talked about that earlier. Uh, That one could be interesting, but Utah. Yeah. Utah is actually a 21-point UCLA, favorite. Utah. Yeah. Utah. Yeah. Um, and then the last one, New Mexico, Boise State. Boise, Boise. Boise State. Definitely yep. going Boise. So, um, no, I, uh, we're going to have to tweak this a little bit. Like I said, we're going to order some mics this week so that Ethan can have one so we don't have to switch the mics back and forth. Uh, we're going to try and come out with a beard koozie, and we'll put it out on our uh, Instagram page that will be run by the beard here shortly. What? Um, we're going to try and make some changes to the podcast. Um, I think you've seen already the Beard is wanting us to lean more towards actually having to pick games. Right. Um, well, so it would be good to have hold... somebody organize it while we're going. No, yeah. no, but I think the point that he's trying to get to, too, is every week it, we kind of like, eh, I don't know, versus like, oh, no, this but team's going to win. It's also including more fans. Like, yes, and it doesn't. If we're going to broaden, you know, to other fan bases, we need to talk about the whole top 25 as a whole as I see it. If we're going to really include people – and trying to be a nice guy. Yeah, man. well, Here. that's overrated. Take that. But making picks, you know, holding yeah. us accountable. And if anybody has anything, you know, reach out to Zach on Twitter, uh, Running Bias. Ed Bias Running. Bias Running, sorry. That's okay. Um, you'll, you'll be on top of this next week. We yeah, promise. well, um, and then the Running Bias 365 on Instagram. I'm probably going to change that name, honestly. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, simple is better. Running Bias Pod. You know, that's what I've been thinking this whole time, but so, whatever. I mean, but... You can DM me on there. We can talk about whatever. Slide in DMs, bro. Yeah, if y'all have any teams you want us to talk about, we can definitely give opinions. We're really good at that. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I mean, they're going to be biased opinions. That's, That's right. what you're signing up for. So That's if right. That's what you want. That's what you're going to get. Even well, if you don't want it, you're going to get it. I think it, we're all super pleased with the addition of uh, Ethan here. Uh, ben, anything else you want to talk about this podcast? Any shout-outs? Uh, I haven't even checked our social media today. No, I, I'm good. Hey, like I said, before all you corn dogs get mad at me, congratulations, you won the game. But just a little small fact to think about, the longest streak in this series actually goes to Alabama, which is 11. I know. So, suck it. I already knew that. I love you. Everybody's got Wikipedia. Whatever. This has been Zach. This has been Ben. And? Ethan, the beard. All right, guys, thanks for listening. We'll come at you next week. We're looking to record on Wednesdays from now on, I think. So we're going to be more regular about that. Thanks for listening. Have a good evening. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.